But I was also mourning at the same time. I was mourning the loss of what was. I was almost like it's your senior year of high school. I was reflecting and looking back at pictures and just realizing what an amazing community and an amazing company and an amazing team that we had built. And I knew it could not go anywhere. And so I was in that time, it was so, so emotional. I was mourning the loss of what was stressed and hopeful for the future, but I had, it was pure improv. I had no idea what was going to come of it. And I wouldn't go back. It's like sixth grade. I wouldn't go back and repeat 2020 for anything. Okay. But sitting here today in 2022, I am grateful because it brought so many wonderful things to my life. I don't wish the health pandemic on anyone. I don't wish the social injustice pandemic happened the way it did. I just feel like the way that it it the stars were guiding us the universe was guiding my business and there was a reason we needed to transform and now we're in this place that i never dreamed we would ever be in but i'm so grateful you're listening to the real business connections network real business connections network powered powered by balbert marketing llc Subscribe now and check us out at realbusinessconnections.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to Learn, Speak, Teach, powered by Balbert Marketing, LLC. If you love to learn, be inspired, and succeed, we're here to speak and teach. I'm your host, Ben Albert. I believe if you're not living, you're dying. You're not growing, you're withering. And if you're not engaged, we can turn this off right now. Because we here at LST are lifelong learners. And listen, I'm not your guru. I'm an ordinary guy on a journey to learn from the experts. My goal is to host each conversation with a beginner's mindset. Learn and let the experts speak and teach their truths. Join us. Oh yeah, and don't forget to subscribe. This episode is brought to you completely free. Get some stake in the game here. My fee for the show only takes a few moments. If you gain value from the episode, personally share with a friend and explain your favorite part. Bonus points. Please leave us a review on Apple, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to the show. All right, let's get started. Welcome everyone to Learn, Speak, Teach on the Real Business Connections Network. I am here with Aaron Deal. Aaron, what's up? How are you today? What's what's cracking? Oh, Ben, I, what's cracking? I cracked some eggs this morning earlier. Um, I am here. I'm ready. We're doing this. You and I just said before we hit record. We're this. You're my first human being I'm talking to besides my husband and toddler today. So. I'm excited. This is this is awesome. We're on my first cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to go. We're gonna we'll work out the talking kinks together. And yes, so eggs. Well, how, how'd you cook them? I do a scramble on some Ezekiel bread. Okay, and uh, I put a little truffle salt on my eggs. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm that person. I bought truffle salt from Amazon. Okay. Fun fact: to get you some truffle salt, it changes everything: vegetables, <laughs> eggs. So that's my first, and I'm not sponsored by Truffle Salt, Ben. I want you to know that. So this is this is just the real deal with yes. me and my eggs. Not sponsored. However, there is a affiliate link in the yes. description. Yes. yes, and I need to try Truffle Salt. So good. You can use my discount code Erin20 for 20% <laughs> off. Um, no, but it's so good. And my, you know what's funny? I've, I mentioned I have a two-and-a-half-year-old. I have a toddler. And he loves it. And so my my mother-in-law was watching him the other day and she was like, you know, you want some cucumbers? And he goes, yeah, can I have some truffle salt? And so (laughs) like what two and a half year old says that, but I'm just, I'm going straight to truffle salt today, but it is so good. It really does change vegetables. All things that you don't really want to eat, put truffle salt on and it'll change the game. 
I'm going straight to my car to buy it. And yes. and this two-year-old should go straight to the bank. He seems like he could be like the ultimate promoter of truffle salt. That that voice is yes. incredible. I know that it's an impression, but I just want to hear it from him. Oh, tr- well, and he also, he has a very fun personality. And he, I'll just tell you a really quick fun, fun story that goes along with this. He took a ranch bottle, like Hidden Valley Ranch, and decided to name it Ranch Baby. Okay, so he had a baby doll that was a ranch bottle for about two weeks. Ranch baby went everywhere. He would hold ranch baby. He would pat, he would rub ranch baby's back. <laughs> ranch baby was in, ne- slept next to him on his bookshelf. Ranch baby was a part of our lives. And then we lost ranch baby. And now things, there was a very sad couple of days in the deal household, but, um, we're going to move on. We've found a ranch daddy. Kenmore Ranch is now ranch okay. daddy. So we've moved on. And, you know, that was a time in our life that I look back and I'm like, wow, where does that where does that imagination come from? Oh, yeah. Your parents and your mother are an improviser. So that's it makes sense. But it's like we all lose that that ability right there when we're young to play as we get older. And it's so refreshing to watch him just come up with so many crazy things it's awesome it's awesome profound already aaron i love it we haven't even introduced you right no yeah who am i i want to read your your short piffy bio because i was doing a little bit of prep and i read the bio i was like oh my god we could probably do three hours just on this bio itself um so let's read it right so aaron big deal is a business improv edutainer, fail fluencer, and professional zombie. A second, I'm going to have to ask you what that is. Through a series of unrelated dares, Aaron created Improve It, a unique professional development company that pushes others to laugh, learn, pray, pray, play, eat, and grow. Eat, pray, love. Eat, pray, love. Yes. <laughs> and pray. <laughs> And love. <laughs> she is the proud host of the Improve It podcast, which helps develop leaders and teams through play, improv, and experiential learning. Among her many accolades, Erin is most proud of successfully coercing 28,000 professionals to chicken dance. Yes. Okay, so. <laughs> Well, get started with failfluencer. That's a new term uh, for me. What's a, what's a failfluencer, Erin? Okay. Well, I we are on video, but I, your listeners listening may not see this. I have a sign behind me that says "fail, yeah, fail, and yeah, and fail, yeah." Quick, just rundown of how this word came to be. So, in 2020, my completely in-person business had to become completely virtual overnight in order to survive. And so the way that I used to create partnerships, do business development was always through in-person events, somebody seeing us speak or us going to a networking association, shaking hands, kissing babies, all of that, right? Well, I realized very quickly in 2020 that wasn't going to happen for a long time. So I had to become digital. And so I turned my Instagram, which was private, to public and dubbed myself a failfluencer because I had zero clue what I was doing. And one of the greatest gifts of improv is this tagline, there are no mistakes, only gifts. So anything mm. that happens on stage in an improv scene that is could be a mistake, it actually is not a mistake. It's actually going to be added into the scene. Great improvisers know how to do this successfully and make it look like it was meant to happen. And so that is... How I take what has happened in the past two years is I look at it as a silver lining, as this was definitely something that was meant to happen for us because we were supposed to be able to reach people virtually. Now we're what was a completely just national business here in the U.S. became a global business. We work with companies and teams all over the world. Um, So I really gave myself that title to lean into the fact that I had no clue what I was doing and it was okay and hopefully others who were feeling the same could follow suit and just realize that failure is a part of the process. We don't fail, we don't grow. And so I really 
dubbed that title and it just it's freeing if you if you're like i'm a failfluencer and i mess something up okay well no mistakes only gifts right and you just keep going forward i love it i i i'm gonna start using this hashtag i want i i am a failfluencer as well Uh, a funny analogy i always give aaron is my success and my failures are both equal bricks in the home the foundation that i'm building oh i fail Put the brick down. I succeed. Put the brick down. They're equal. They are I equal. Love this, Ben. I'm, I love that. I'm going to have to use that. You take the hashtag. Yours. I'll take that. Okay. I love that. That's awesome. Awesome. It's yours. So COVID hits and pow, life changes. How does that feel? It's. I'm, are you an opportunist? And you're like, woo, opportunity, something new. Or were you like, Oh my God, what's happening to my life? Mm. And great question. It was, okay, so in life, I'm typically a yes and leader, which means I lead with everybody's ideas. I try to bring everybody, you know, in on what's going to happen. 2020 was not a time for a yes and leader. It was a time for, okay, either poop or get off the pot okay and so i said poop on your show i hope that's okay yeah that's fine it it was like can we what do we have to do to survive because we saw contract after contract that we had with our amazing clients just be completely torn apart i mean we had events and speaking gigs lined up for months and no one knew what was happening i very quickly go into action mode when things like that happen. So I am a very reactionary, like, let's fix this immediately type person. But I was also mourning at the same time. I was mourning the loss of what was. I was almost like it's your senior year of high school. I was reflecting and looking back at pictures and just realizing what an amazing community and an amazing company and an amazing team that we had built. And I knew it could not go anywhere. And so I was in that time, it was so, so emotional. I was mourning the loss of what was stressed and hopeful for the future, but I had, it was pure improv. I had no idea what was going to come of it. And I wouldn't go back. It's like sixth grade. I wouldn't go back and repeat 2020 for anything. Okay. But sitting here today in 2022, I am grateful because it brought so many wonderful things to my life. I don't wish the health pandemic on anyone. I don't wish the social injustice pandemic happened the way it did. I just feel like the way that it, it the stars were guiding us the universe was guiding my business and there was a reason we needed to transform and now we're in this place that i never dreamed we would ever be in but i'm so grateful i agree i could not have dreamed it myself in my story as well give us some of those bullet points the the post covid redemption and renewal what are some of the new things that it brought for you Oh my gosh. Well, everything we did was in person. Now, every single thing we did in person, we can do online on Zoom. We created this this service called Laugh Breaks. So it's basically like an Uber of laughter for your virtual team meetings. So we show up. I have 22 improv professionals between New York, Chicago, LA, and four of us will jump on to your team's Zoom meeting. We'll bring laughter, levity, positivity to it for 20, 30, or 45 minutes. And that in itself is just something I never thought we would do. I never thought my team and I would sit and do improv on Zoom. So that was amazing. Mm. Never thought we'd be able to do these workshops and reach people in India, in Europe. I mean, we have really, I mean, I've, d- I've done a workshop at midnight, which is, you know, a, a different time zone for other people. So right. it's it's so crazy. On top of that, personally, um, my family and I moved across the country. We moved from Chicago, Illinois to 
where my husband and I thought we would retire, which is Charleston, South Carolina. And um, it's because my my parents live here and we got married here. We have friends um, from from undergrad here as well. And we just wanted to be warmer near family, near the ocean. And that dream came alive because we were able to do it virtually. So now as the world is starting to come back and people are doing more pers- in-person events, my team who sits all over the country now mm-hmm. is able to do what's comfortable for them. If they want to do a workshop from home, they can. If they want to travel, they have that opportunity. And so it's really just given options. And it's also really provided perspective for me as a business owner, for me as a mom on what's important. And so all of those things really sort of came to a head. And I feel like we're working in a parallel where we are we are in charge of our day-to-day. The day doesn't run us. The day does not run us. I love it. And you've got options and influence and reach and you can build a community virtually. I know we're not at the end, but how do I take a workshop? I'm I'm in New York. Uh, you're in South Carolina. I can still see you and take a workshop, right? So yes. how, how do people take these kind of workshops? Oh my gosh. Well, you can reach out to us. You can go to our website or you can email us at info at learn to improve it.com. Our amazing director of client experience will help set it up. But basically, it's on Zoom. We can grab up to 50 people from your team. It's an hour and a half session. And in that hour and a half, we have 10 different power skills that we train on. So we get really specific. We understand what's your team's challenges? What are you hoping to achieve? We align that with one of our content pieces. And each one of our workshops has a pre-work comedic video to it that shows you what not to do, how to not do the skill we're going to train you on. We get a questionnaire from the participants too to understand their challenges. We do a live session. And then we have a three-week e-learning course built in conjunction with every workshop. So you reach out to us. We take a discovery call with you to understand where you're at, what your needs are, and match one of our our, our power school offerings mm-hmm. to that. And then we hit go. And, and we just send a Zoom link to all participants. You pop on. We're there. And it is an hour and a half of pure laughter, pure joy, pure support and positivity. But we are learning in that moment as well. And it's so interactive, so fun. And it really does work. If you were to ask me in January of 2020, I would have told you this will never work. But being forced into doing it, it has been incredible. Incredible. Love it. So, okay, you said 10 power skills. Mm -hmm. Let's just do a tiny little piece for my niece. Let's talk about one. Give us one of these power skills. Oh my God, I love peace for my niece. Yes, I love that. Thank you, God. We're going to trade. Yeah, we're going to trade. You and I are trading um, slogans and and mantras here. So I would say effective communication is just the most universal. And it's really, it's a challenge for a lot of teams who are communicating in this hybrid work world. How do we communicate when we're not in the office? So we break it down and we use a thesis statement. So every workshop has the same structure, just the content and messaging and each are completely different. So we talk about what you say and what you don't say, how it affects how others listen and respond. So we talk about your tonality in your verbal and your written communication. We talk about your way that you show up with your body language. What's the difference in negative and positive body language over Zoom, over Skype, wherever you're at? We talk about your listening capabilities which as a mom of a two and a half year old, I'm like, okay, everyone in the world needs to work on this. And then uh, we also talk about responding in a way that makes the other person feel seen, feel heard, makes them feel like they belong, which is all we want to do. So in that hour and a half, those are what we touch upon. We do improv-based activities that guide us and they relate back to that overarching message. And then through the play, that's where the learning occurs. We break down barriers. We break down this hypothetical mask that we all wore to work before 2020, and we get into the real person. And when that real person is showing, that's where we slide right in and we make we make you laugh. You have fun. You're breaking down walls. And that's when you experience the mm. power skill that we want to teach you on. 
you experience it live in the moment. I know, Aaron, like when I'm with my friends and we're having fun, there's no ums or ahs. I'm animated. I'm excited. I'm having a good time. I'm I'm unhabited. Unhabited. Uninhibited. Inhibited. Uninhibited. There it is. Uninhibited. I had to figure that. Uninhibited. But then when I'm doing like a presentation or I'm talking on Zoom and everyone's looking at me, I get stuck in my head. And it seems like part of what you're doing is you're teaching the power skill and then putting people in a safe place where they can have fun and use that power skill. And then they look back and they're like, wow, that that's like when I was with my friends, that this is the real me, the umming and eyeing, the person that can't say words that are more than three syllables. That's not that's only part of Ben. The real Ben is the one that 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 has these power skills that's in the moment, right? That is it, Ben. Oh my god, that is it. And we also have speaking to that, a thinking quickly on your feet workshop, Ooh. which another piece for your niece is all about when you have those moments where your mind goes completely blank and you're frozen, how do you refocus? How do you trust yourself and your own gut so that others will follow suit so that you can get out whatever that message is? And it truly, when you're in play, when you are in play, watching Jackson with Ranch Baby, my son, mm -hmm. when he is in play, He's not worried about what I'm thinking or what anybody else is thinking. Or when you're playing with your friends, you are not focused on anything other than that moment. That's what improv training does is it helps you be so present, so aligned with what you're there to do that you don't have room for shaky nerves or ums mm. and ahs. Did you ever tell us what happened to Ranch Baby? <laughs> ben, I didn't. Because you know what? I don't know. One day, <laughs> one day I came downstairs. I was like, where is Ranch Baby? And he's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like I left him outside. And so I think he might have gotten a little too much sun one day. And maybe someone misplaced him for garbage. So I'm really sad about that. Because Ranch Baby continued to have ranch in, yes. with him for a while, which was really gross. And then we cleaned out the bottle at some point. But Ranch Baby, it was it was his time. It was his time. So was we, his bid time. You, we, we bid you well, Ranch Baby. We bid you well. There's a, mm -hmm. there's a very happy squirrel somewhere. Very happy to have found Ranch <laughs> yes. Baby. Hope they're patting its back too. You need ranch baby needs a good back rub. Mm. Mm. I'm working out the kinks still. I'm working out the kinks. I need a back rub. So I think I might have had a light bulb moment. I could be completely wrong, but Zumbi from the bio, is that a play on Zoom? Yes. Okay. First I thought it was like a zombie kind of weird creature. I think there's like a thriller movie from like the nineties called Zumbi. Don't quote me on that, but Tell me, define Zoombie for us. Yeah. So uh, that started in 2022 when, well, 2020 as well, not 2022. And that was really because I lived on Zoom. I stayed on Zoom for nine hours a day and my eyes were crossed by the end of the day. And I don't know how you feel, Ben. I'm better with it now, but it felt like at that time that Zoom was almost more draining than in person. Right. Because you're just staring at, and I kept my self view on for a long time. I didn't realize, like, oh, you shouldn't keep that on always. Mm -hmm. So it just became where I would leave the computer at the end of the day and I just would walk in a trance down the hall to see my family. And I would feel so just tired. And so I called myself a Zoombie because I mm -hmm. lived on Zoom. It was my home, still is. Half the day, half the day. Yeah. It seems an interesting thing. When when we first started to get in person a little bit more, you know, I, I'm a big music guy, so I'm going to concerts. It's all socially distanced. You sit down, everyone wears a mask. And after being on Zoom for 50 hours that week, it was almost like, so I'm not extroverted by nature. And I had not ever seen myself feel so reclusive in like the whole 
in-person world had changed. And I'm like, am I becoming a zombie? And I love that you're embracing it, however, because yeah. it kind of, I know you talk about embracing the suck because it kind of sucked, but you embrace it. Now I'm embracing the fact that I can't get back in person. And I no longer have that weird anxiety that started. Um, right. So I'm happy I went through that experience. Tell me, tell me what you mean when you say embrace the suck. Yeah, I mean, it's really going into that feel fluencer. It's it's just being okay with failure, being allowing failure to be a celebration. That's why I say fail, yeah. And yeah. and something I teach Aaron, I'm getting that tattooed on my arm. Just so yes, you know. <laughs> fail fluencer, fail, yeah. I'm getting um, I'm getting uh, piece of give me a, what was the piece to my niece is that what was it a little piece for your niece at least for your niece piece for, for, your niece. for the niece we'll do a bumper sticker no tattoos yes. for the niece that's fair that's fair but really it's all about allowing failure to be a part of the day-to-day so my team and i started doing failure parties at the end of every <laughs> quarter <laughs> So, you know, you make like a a vision board, you know, and so we would make we take a PowerPoint slide and we just put images on there that represented the things that we failed at that quarter. And it was actually quite refreshing. It could have been personal or professional, but we really encouraged both because we wanted people to feel like it's okay. And if you went when you as a leader drop the I tell I say I'm recovering perfectionist turn fail fluencer. I used to strive for perfection and kill myself trying literally i mean i i still struggle with it and now i'm i say done is better than perfect and when something goes wrong i try to embrace it because it is always true in those moments when you're at the bottom you learn more at the bottom than you do at the top so realizing you're not going to be there forever embrace where you're at and allow yourself to feel, but then realize that it's going to take you somewhere. You're going to be stronger because of it. It's going to suck in the moment, but embrace that because the you, the you a month from then, two months from then, a year from then is going to be completely transformed. Mm, do you ever look back and think, oh, I wish I knew that back then? Was oh, there yeah. any time that things, we already talked about COVID, let's go back in time did you ever fail did you ever stink and you didn't yeah. embrace it and you're like oh my gosh i yes. wish i knew i knew give us an example let's oh. learn from an example here i can take you back to erin in her 20s <laughs> she's not she's she's at the tail end of her 30s folks we're just gonna put that out there the front um, tail yeah, that's right. AJ, nothing but a number. Okay, so <laughs> I don't another, know if that's appropriate. That's, I know, I know <laughs> that, but here's here's where I landed. I yes. literally auditioned for yeah. this. So it's called the Conservatory, and it's a program at a major theater in Chicago. And I auditioned three times, and this was a starting point for a lot of improvisers as a comedian. I was truly like, this was supposed to be my plan. I was supposed to go through this program and it, you get a lot of clout from it. You, it's, it's a thing that you have to do to, to move forward. Well, I auditioned. I didn't get in. I was devastated. Tina Fey, just fun, fun fact. She auditioned three times. It took her three times to get in. So I how went to times, a different. How many times did you audition? Three. And I okay. didn't get in on the third, but I'll yeah. tell you, I'll tell you what I did do. So Please. from that failure, I went to a different theater and I learned a different school of thought. And I went through that program and I said, all right, well, maybe I'll audition again for the conservatory. I did. I still didn't get in. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to go to a different school of thought. In those moments, I felt so defeated. I felt like I sucked. I felt like I wasn't funny. I felt like I didn't deserve to be on the stages that I was on. How can I keep going back to this place and still continuously not making it? And I would beat myself up for it. And then I literally realized one day, this wasn't your plan. If you would have gone through this program, you would have only known one school of thought. You would not have expanded the views that you were supposed to know each one of these different schools of thought of comedy in order to create the business that you did. And 
I had myself in so much imposter syndrome and so many limiting beliefs when I created Improve It because I thought, wow, I didn't go through this particular program. How is the improv community going to perceive me? How am I going to be perceived as a comedian when in reality it doesn't it does matter what the improv community thought of me at the time because my amazing facilitators are the funniest people that you will ever meet. Mm-hmm. But what was more important was the mission and the why of why I was starting Improve It. So I can look back now and think of 20-year-old Aaron who cried herself to sleep, who told herself she couldn't do this and say, wow, you you know, that it doesn't matter. You were actually being guided to these other schools. So you had a more well-balanced understanding of improv and you knew comedy from a variety of viewpoints instead of one. But Aaron, oh man, 20 year old Aaron was really hating herself Mm. and feeling really low. And I, I really do think about it now. It sounds so it's right now saying this sounds so trivial. It doesn't matter. Right. But when I was in that moment, I was, it was really hard. Like I was so devastated because I thought, that was what I needed to continue my career. It is hard. And I don't care if you're 5, 10, 15, 20, 30, 50, 75. I feel like we all go through this. How is current Aaron so darn good at stepping back, reflecting, and, and seeing it as something that happened for her? Like, is there anything you do? Is it something that you've just honed this skill over time? It seems like you're pretty good at at compartmentalizing and, and growing through it. Any tips on that? Where'd you get it from? And yeah, thank you. I, so I have another failure that this started from. So stories, stories, my, the son I mentioned is a miracle bad bat. There is a whole, um, on our podcast, the improve it podcast. I have a whole episode of my, um, infertility struggles. I mean, it was crazy. It was just a crazy, crazy couple of three years of just science and experiments and genetics all at play. Okay. So through that, I practiced mindfulness and meditation. And again, I felt like I was guided to that because I had to really learn how to mother myself before I could mother someone else. And I learned, I went to every type of thing in the book. I went to a Reiki master. I went to a clairvoyant. I went to acupuncture. I practiced meditation every morning. And so now I have a a spiritual practice every morning, a, a meditation practice that grounds me, that sets me up for the day, that if I don't do it, I feel different. And it's not to say that you have to do it every day, but for me, it became a routine and it became a practice that reminded me I have this inner voice and when I get still and when I get quiet I can hear that inner voice and it can change the tr- it the things that I grapple with and stress about I can take in my meditation and I can come out with a clear head. And so mm. it's through, you know, a lot of that work that I have seen all of these things now and compartmentalize them as such and I I would not, would not have my son. I would not have gone through the pandemic the way that we did without that practice. Mm, this isn't a yes and, it's a me too. I, I have a practice as well. I couldn't live without it. Um, let's get micro. Tell me what, um, you don't have to give me the whole, give me as much as you'd like. Tell me what that practice looks like. Yeah. All right. I'll tell you. I'm a big morning routine person. I love this talk. I love this. So every morning, I'm trying to get up earlier. Here's my one thing, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. If I don't get up at a certain time, I hate wearing jeans. So if I don't get up by a certain time, I have to wear jeans for the day. So I have worn jeans a lot last week. I did last week. Not this week. I've been doing well. But I get up about an hour and a half earlier in my house, I go and work out first. That's just the first thing I do. I move my body for 30 minutes, whether it's a run, whether it's a Peloton, whether it's, you know, weights, whatever. And then I have a little meditation closet. I literally set up a closet that I put a little corner in with my, with 
um, just a planner, a journal. Um, it's just really cozy. And if, and I have pictures of my grandparents who are no longer with us. They're just like a very Zen space. Mm -hmm. And so for me now, today, I spend about the first five or seven minutes in gratitude and I give love and light to people who need it. And then I spend another seven minutes writing and journaling and asking for guidance on certain things. And it's through putting pen to paper that I'm able to listen to that inner voice and hear. Sometimes I'll do a guided meditation, but that's where I'm at right now. And then um, and then it's I start the day. And if I do those two things, I feel so much more in control of the day. The day does not control me. And I feel like I'm being guided on who to talk to, where to go, what to say. And it really has fueled the momentum I feel like I've given this business and the momentum I'm able to give to, like I, I have to fill this cup, yes. this tea kettle before I can fill others because that is what we do in our line of work is we're constantly lifting others. And if you aren't filled, oh my gosh, you cannot give, you can't give. You fill the kettle up and then you can start sharing, but you can't start sharing if there's not enough to share. That's it. That is it. That is it. I hope I hope people are taking notes, y'all. Take notes, rewind five minutes, re-listen, take notes. And you don't have to copy Aaron's routine or my routine. Copy your own routine. Do what's best for you. Do what works for you. Um, so, Aaron, I want to end with the chicken dance, but before we go to the chicken dance... We'll do the rapid fire round. They're short, yeah. sweet, either or fill in the blank questions, completely subjective to whatever the heck you want to say. And we'll get started with coffee or tea. Coffee, 100%. Beer or wine? Wine, Sauvignon Blanc. Favorite animal? Dog. Dog. Favorite season? Summer. Social media platform. Where do you like to hang out? <sighs> I love LinkedIn, but I really love Instagram. Instagram's my heart. It's so fun. LinkedIn and Instagram. They're both going to be in the show notes, guys. So you could follow and connect with her on both of those. Um, I like to say, you know, if you were to have a dinner party, what three people would you bring to the table? Let's make it a little more refined and just talk comedians or improvisers live or dead if you could have a dinner party and just chat with a, a a whole crew of comedians of or improvisers who would you want to invite to that party oh my god this is the best question okay well it's very quick for me okay. Kristen wig i just think is phenomenal and she's actually what i've she doesn't have a presence online so she's pretty introverted from what i understand I think she's a comedic genius and she is so funny. So I would love to, Kristen Wick. Heather McMahon is a comic. She's a stand-up comedian. And I just find her raw, real, and hilarious. And Allie, so uh, there are not as many improvisers, actually. I love Allie Wong. I'm mm. so obsessed with her and all of her specials. And I've listened to her books. And I just think she is a trailblazer and she is, so funny. So I would say those three women, all of mine are women. And I've had to throw anybody else in there. Tiffany Haddish, I also just find mm -hmm. so comical. And that that party, I think I would not stop laughing. Like I think my cheeks would constantly be hurting because it would be they so would fun. Can you laugh so till fun. you explode? Because I think you might explode. I think I would explode. I think my head would pop off. I think it would. <laughs> um, oh, that's a fun group. I want that a... to happen. How do I make that happen? I take notes afterwards, but I'm writing them down. That's going to be my Google search, a tab per person. Probably spend a day just laughing, tab per person. But okay, what else? Let's do one more actionable thing because we had a lot of fun today, but I want people to leave with something that they could easily implement that's actionable. If someone's listening and they're like, oh my gosh, I've never done improv. I'm shy. I don't know how to improv. The world's all extroverted or I'm extroverted, but people seem to not to want to listen to me. For some reason, my conversations just don't, they don't go the way I expect. Is there any easy thing that I can just start implementing today, whether it's an action or an intention, um, to really start kicking butt and seeing progress? Yes, and 
happen? I mm-hmm. love this question. Yes, and is actually one of the biggest fundamentals, philosophies of improv. You said it earlier, so I love that you know this. But if somebody listening is, what is yes, and? I need help in conversation. This is what you got to do. All right. So anything that a person says to you, I want you to not agree, but I want you to not negate. I want you to listen. And then I want you to add. So we can even try this, Ben. Tell me, tell me about what you did this morning. What I did this morning? Yeah. Tell me about your morning. Just give me a line of dialogue and I'll yes and you without using the words yes and. Okay. So I rolled out of bed and I read a book and it's by Javon McCormick. I'm actually interviewing him today. So that'll come out after this episode. And um, did a little bit of journaling, did a little bit of prep, read your bio, said, oh my God, I'm going to need another three hours, and then jumped on the Zoom. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to listen to that interview with John. That sounds cool. So right there, really quick, let me just, and you would keep going with me, but what I did there was I didn't even, I didn't yes and you, but I just listened and I responded back to you repeating something that you said and then adding something to it. So I'm excited to listen to it, right? Instead of right there in the, yes. And then instead of negating you or saying, I don't know who John is or journaling. Small correction just for him. It's Javon. Javon. Sorry, Javon. Javon. Okay. I probably slurred it. I probably slurred it. Sorry, Javon. But I see, and even right there, that is a you're yes anding me. You're like small correction. You could have made me feel dumb. You could have been like, um, Aaron, (laughs) you didn't hear me right. It's Javon. And you know, that right there, that yes and that making somebody feel seen and heard and then adding to the conversation versus just stopping it and negating it. Or I could have said like, ugh, I hate journaling, you know? Or I could have just given you some negative connotation back. If you add back to a conversation with a listen and a response that elicits that you, that allows a person to know, A, you were listening, and then you add value you just add something to the conversation that they can respond to mm-hmm. right away it's going to mitigate all those ums and uhs you're going to be present because you're going to be listening you're going to feel like that person and you are connecting because you're making them feel important right and you're going to feel good because you're giving off good vibes so when you feel good you give off good energy and then when people receive that energy they're going to give you that good energy back that's yes and in a nutshell so try that today and take a tally take it keep a post-it note by your desk and every time you yes and i want you to keep a tally of it and Ooh. then celebrate it at the end of the day because you've not only given to others but you give given to yourself Ooh. You're giving to others and yourself. And we're going to start taking tallies. I want someone to go back and listen to this episode and tally how many times we yes and each other. That would be a fun game. Yes! Um, But, okay, so it's not always that easy. So let's do one difficult example because you've you've got good vibes. We already know that. I come at you. You ask me how my morning was. Aaron, it sucked. I'm getting sued. I hate myself. And honestly, I don't even like my dog anymore. Life sucks right now. Ben, I am so sorry to hear that. I have a friend who has a dog who like really just they didn't like it first. But you know what they did? They they started taking them on more walks. And when they started going on more walks together, they were bonded because they were getting exercise. They were having fun. So I feel like you and your dog could really turn this around. Okay. So what did you do there? And and guys, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? What what was what did you do there? What was that? So I listened to you're obviously in a in a negative place, right? You were you're getting sued. You don't like your dog. You don't like life. So I took one thing that you said dog and I latched onto dog and then I said here's how you can add to that. So but instead of just going neg- even further with the negativity I hate I gave my you dog so- too. I hate my dog too. Yeah, you don't want to. I said, why don't you try taking them on walks? One of my friends, and I lamented with you, I have a friend who didn't like their dog and was just really down and they started going on more walks. So that was adding. And then where you could have picked up from that is, 
oh, you know what? I like, I haven't been on a walk today. I'll go on a walk. And then you could have added something about going on a walk, what you would see on the walk, who you talk to on the walk if you're walking in, you know, Central Park or you're walking in the middle of the woods, wherever it is, you could have added to that. And that would have taken the conversation in a more positive direction. But mm. as the person who was yes anding, I knew I have to listen and I have to add something to you that's going to give you a positive outlook and it wasn't like go take a walk the sun's out yeah. it was take a walk it'll move your body and and that you know i was kind of still using that Leading. tone that you had yeah but yes and is you're right it's hard when you find the no person when you start with the no person so we always say there's three types of yes ands there's the yes and there's the yes but which is still no because it's it's it is no dressed up in a fancy tuxedo. It's yes, I hear you, but there is a but. And then there's just the no person. So you and that scenario were the no because I I am hating life because. And I as the yes ander had to take that energy and understand it, but I also had to add something to it that could help guide you in a different way. I love it. So I'm going to take that walk. I'm going to Pop in my headphones. I'm going to listen to the Improve It podcast. You're awesome. How do I listen to the Improve It podcast? What? 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 Tell me Aww, about that. Oh, Ben, you're so cool. Thank you. Uh, anywhere, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, all the places, um, or you can go to our website, learntoimproveit.com. All the episodes are there too. Would love to, Ben. I just have to say, you've got great energy. I'm so glad. Thank you that you reached out to me on this show. And I, I'm so excited to hear it and to listen to Javon and listen to all your other episodes too, because you're putting great work out there. Well, thank you, Erin. I, I really do appreciate that. So workshops, yeah. everything, it's improveit.com. I missed Learn to improve it. Learn to improve it. Dot com. There's show notes for people like me. You can go click on that. Learn to improve it.com. Tell me about, to close out, tell me about this chicken dance thing. So what was it, like 25,000 people you got to chicken dance? You tell me, what what is, what's that about? 28,000. 28,000. 28, yes. So I lowballed you. I lowballed you. Give me those three. Give me <laughs> those three. Um, so long story short, when we first started, one of my lead facilitators who's been with me since day one. I brought a chicken hat to a workshop. It's literally a hat with a chicken with long legs. And I said, anytime you hear the word improv, we are going to pass the chicken to the person on our right. Whoever ends up with the the chicken hat at the end will be the improv chicken champion. You receive a prize. This reminds us of two things. Improv, much like your job, requires you to focus on multiple things at once. But it's also a reminder to play, learn, and have fun. So my improviser, Andrew, who was with me at this workshop, he goes, you know what, Aaron, not only are we going to pass it, but I think when we pass it, we should chicken dance, like do the da 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 so we So literally for f six years before the pandemic, we had everyone, whenever we even Freudian slipped and said the word improv, pass the chicken and do the chicken dance with us in these workshops, because it breaks down those barriers right away, Right. Everybody's doing it together. Now, post-COVID world, <laughs> you can't pass a chicken because there's too many germs. So we just, <laughs> and on Zoom, we do our own version. So it's kind of like a happy dance, but it's like, you know, you, you say improv, you're flapping like a chicken, basically. And we do that in person, too. So it's, it is such a fun way to get everybody on the same playing field, to just get them to be comfortable with the uncomfortable quickly and just have fun. And when you're having fun, that's when miracles happen. That's when miracles happen. I love it. I want to see it. Everybody's got a chicken dance in their boxers and their pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. We said it so many times. Tell us one more time. Instagram, That that's where I should follow you? Yeah, or LinkedIn. So I'm Aaron Deal. Um, the only Aaron deal at Improve It on LinkedIn. And then my Instagram is at Keeping It Real Deal. And there's no G in Keeping. Keeping It Real Deal. And it's okay. D I E H L. So 
I am there. There was a, there are a lot of Aaron deals in the world. So when I decided to change it, Aaron deal already got it. Aaron deal number one. So keeping it real deal. And I keep it real always 100. 100% real. I love it. Aaron, I wish I could do another hour with you. The beauty is I can pop in headphones, re-listen to this. I can go subscribe to Improve It Podcast and have you bottled up in my headphones at all times ready to go. Thank you again for coming on the show. I had an awesome time with you. It was fun. Oh my God. You were a blast. Thank you, Ben, so much. Thank you to your audience too. You guys rock. Thanks, guys. Thanks again for listening to Learn, Speak, Teach, powered by Balbert Marketing, LLC. You need to go subscribe if you haven't yet. This show is completely free. If you gain value from the episode, personally share with a friend and explain your favorite part. Leave us a review on Apple, Google Podcasts, or anywhere you listen to the show. All right. Thanks once more for listening to LST. I am so grateful. Talk to you soon. Oh, hey, you're still here. Thanks for listening. If you need to take off, that's quite all right. I do have something brand new and exclusive to share. If you believe more hands-on training, peer accountability, and direct access to some of our guests from this very show would be a helpful addition to the podcast, do me a favor and head over to growgettersonly.com. That's grow, G-R-O-W, getters, G-E-T-T-E-R-S, only. Dot com, growgettersonly.com. Here you can unlock instant access to exclusive high-level mentors, training, networking, accountability, and hot seat coaching alongside fellow growth-obsessed entrepreneurs and business professionals just like yourself. All for, guess what? One dollar. That's right, one dollar for 30 days. What's a grow getter? In short, a growth focused individual, especially in the business realm, who combines the relentless energy of a go getter with a constant pursuit of self improvement and collaboration. Is that you? Head to growgettersonly.com for some community support. This is not for you if you're looking for a quick fix rather than long term growth. Collaboration and learning from others just doesn't seem to appeal to you. You're not ready to be part of a community that relentlessly pushes boundaries. Complacency is your comfort zone. It's not for you. If it is for you, and if you didn't turn this off yet, I do presume you're a grow-getter. And I'd love to invite you to join my new collective, Grow-Getters Only. Basically, cost to check it out, $1 for a month. It's basically free. Everything is over at growgettersonly.com. Just like I said, growgettersonly.com. Oh, yeah. And one last thing. We do put on free events as well if you can't afford the dollar. <laughs> Jokes aside, I'll see you on the inside. Thank you for listening. Appreciate you.